Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kind of Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is New Year, New You. How to set yourself up for success. Let's do this. Hey friends, this is Natasha Chandel and you're listening to Kinda Dating. Inevitably, as a result of having a dating show, I get a lot of messages about breakups, including the question, how to move on. So if you're sick of social stalking your ex or sick of watching your friend do the same, uh, we wanted to help and recommend a really cool app that's getting a lot of buzz everywhere from Vogue to Forbes. Um, I was actually interviewed for their blog about all of this. It's called Mend. It's a self-care app for heartbreak that will help you whether your breakup just happened now or if it's been a while and, you know, you're having a hard time moving forward. Uh, the app has daily audio trainings designed by wellness and mental health health experts that will help you with the essential self-care you need post-breakup to help you feel better faster. Um, MEND also tracks your progress and helps you process your breakup through guided journaling, which I'm personally a big fan of. Um, And like I said, this app is getting a lot of buzz. The New York Times calls Mend a personal trainer for heartbreak. And if that's not enough, it even caught the attention of Jessica Alba. Yes, Jessica Alba, (laughs) who is now an advisor. Um, Users call the app a lifesaver. So we wanted you to check it out. And our friends at Mend have offered our listeners, that is you guys and our friends, an awesome promo. Go to letsmend.com slash kind of dating. That's L-E-T-S-M-E-N-D dot com slash kind of dating for a seven day free trial of the app because... Heartbreak hurts, but you and your friends don't have to go through it alone. Mend whole hearts for everyone. Um, We have a cool new thing that we're offering here in the new year. If you leave us a review on the podcast app, you can win a chance to be a guest on the Kind of Dating Podcast. Um, I get requests all the time for you guys to share your stories, and I would love for you to be one of our featured guests. So leave us a review. Five stars only. Let's keep it real. Um, and, uh, and and you can potentially be on the show. Uh, guys, it's a new year. And if you're listening to this out of order, it's the start of 2018. That's the year we're talking about. There's lots of fresh energy in the air. Hungover. Hungover energy, but it's fresh. Um, and people are getting back to work and hopefully setting some new goals for themselves. Uh, but, you know. The new year isn't this like magical thing in and of itself. It's like a symbol and a time of change. So we wanted to set you off on the new year and prep you for some dating success. Um, There is no better time than the present to change your ways and fix yourself. Um, So to help us today, we have an awesome guest. 2018, guys, is full of some amazing guests. Like I'm so excited uh, about this year uh, for the Kind of Dating Podcast. I want to introduce... Makeup artist, author, matchmaker, and the infamous most messaged girl on OKCupid, Lauren. How do I say your last name? Eurasic. Eurasic. <laughs> Lauren Eurasic. Lauren Eurasic. Hi. Hi. How, how are, are you? you? I'm well. I was like, I'm going to butcher that. It's okay. Nobody nobody gets it. No? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say Eurasic. I feel yeah, like that's, that's what everybody probably that's says. That's the most common, yeah. for sure. It's okay. People say Chandel to me. 
I would say Shondell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that at least makes me sound like, you know, I'm like Natasha Shondell. <laughs> um, but yeah, when people say Chandel, I want to like, yeah, I'm, I immediately write them <laughs> off. I'm like, we'll never be friends. Yeah, well, Eurasic is not that smooth. So hey, I think it's a it's a beautiful <laughs> name. Matches you. Um, also, friends, if you're listening and I'm fucking lisping, I'm sorry. Like the <laughs> Mason and Lauren are like giggling at me because I just got an Invisalign. Um, it's been a bit, but like there's still certain words I can't say. Like yeah. success. <laughs> is that better? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> like, at least you're honest. Now, yeah, like, I know. Just, yeah, but like I, I'm so conscious of it. Yeah, and like my name. Yeah, but your teeth are gonna be. Bang. I know. I know. That's what I tell myself. I'm jealous. I paid people extra money, or I paid the orthodontist extra money to like speed up the process. Oh, that's what I. This is I how like paranoid I am about this shit. Yeah. Yeah. I've been like, I feel like a child. I keep joking. I'm like going on 16 again. I actually know a lot of people that have Invisalign right now. I knew so, too. So now, yeah. well, now I do because yeah. I kept going to the bathroom and I'd be like apologize to people. I'd be like, I'm really sorry. I have to take this out. And somebody yeah. would be like, I just took mine out. I'm like, right. oh. Yeah. Um, okay. Sorry to digress. Um, Lauren, single in a relationship. I'm currently single. Yes, girl. Yeah. Ready to mingle? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm ready to mingle. I got out of a relationship maybe three four months ago okay so i'm okay i'm good to go so i'm guessing okay cupid did not work for you <laughs> well i mean i actually met my not my previous boyfriend but my boyfriend before that really okay cupid oh. yeah okay so wait tell me how how this happened like so you became known as the most message girl on okay cupid sure. how did you even find that out like did somebody reach out to you yes yeah, and so- how many messages was it yeah, so New York Magazine was writing an article. They reached out to OkCupid. OkCupid took a sample of data, like, over a few weeks. And I happened to receive the most, on average, messages a day, which was 35. Oh, my God. Which isn't even... I don't know if it's that many, though, for now. Like, I think that was about four years ago. So yeah, I still think 35 is a lot. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot, but... Um, yeah, I mean, that's just how it happens. Did so you then, read all of them? No, I mean, you know, you can pretty much scan through the first line. Yeah, yeah. And if it's just like, hi, yeah. or, you know, their picture is like, you not, can see yeah, it, yeah. Like, you know, they're a weirdo or not can, attractive for you or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or um, if it's just, or yeah, if the first line is like, totally everything is misspelled yeah. or it's like inappropriate immediately, you know. So when you were getting those messages, like, were you like, oh, my God, this is, these are a lot of messages. Or you just were like, oh, this must be normal. No, I just thought it was normal. Mm-hmm. And I still think it's pretty normal for women yeah. to receive tons of messages. Yeah. Yeah. But, not, I mean, I don't know, 35 is a lot. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it had a lot to do with... It had a lot to do with having good photos. Yeah. It had a lot to do with I was a new member back on the site. Uh... So, like... And the algorithm, it makes men, you more. Yeah, a lot yeah. of men search for like new users because mm-hmm. um, they're bored of the old pool. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it had a lot to do yeah. with that, um, and just also happen having a well written profile. So I think yeah. it's kind of like a combo of all right. those. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I really do think it starts with the pictures. You're beautiful. So, like, Thank you. it was probably also that you had, like, stunning pictures. Because guys are dumbasses. Like, I love you guys. <laughs> like, we need you. I need your dicks. But, like, I don't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, it definitely has to do with Guys are pictures. reading the profiles as much as girls are. Correct. Yeah. Mason's like, that's not true. Do you agree? Come on. Initially. I, I read the because you're always a smart one. But I will say, Mason is I not will the say on average. Yeah. Or as uh, our previous guest said, I am an outlier. Yes, you are yeah. an outlier. That I agree with. Well, I think that everyone looks at the photos first. And then, I think the difference is if you read someone's profile, yeah. it can make them more attractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Less attractive, or you can just choose to ignore it. Yeah. Like I would have very very specific things like don't message me if dot 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 and people would still message me of course they just didn't care yeah you know but it's also like because if you I I talk to a lot of guy friends and whenever they're on like tinder or bumble or whatever they're not they don't care they're swiping on everybody sure it's like a numbers game yeah and then they'll like well I think think the apps are definitely different than okcupid because you're not getting as much information Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you kind of have to spark that conversation to even get that the yeah. info, you know? Yeah. So did your life like totally change after that? Like, My life mag? did change. Yeah. I never expected this one little article to like blow up everything. Yeah. And you I like mean, wrote a book. Yeah. I mean, the craziest thing was that I got a book deal and I did you know press internationally like I was on Good Morning America oh my god I was like did all this crazy shit and then um the book actually got optioned to like potentially be made into a tv show wow obviously the tv show didn't happen but just the fact that I even wrote the book and like yeah I think it's so cool yeah it's crazy just from like being you other little career from being on okcupid totally yeah that's so cool though yeah um also, a little known fact that people don't know about you is uh, not only are you a makeup artist, but you're like a celebrity makeup artist, and we will not get into it, but like <laughs> you have done HMU for the Trumps. <laughs> uh, yeah, back in the day, before before all the craziness went down, um, yeah, I used to do Ivanka's makeup. That's crazy. But, um, yeah, we won't get into it, but I, wanna, yeah. I just think that was so fascinating. I'm like... Gosh, <laughs> like how cool you were like one step removed. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. And you also did um, the mamas. Mamas. Uh, Ivanka. No, Ivan. No, Which no, one? I Ivan- didn't. Oh, you didn't do the mom. No, I thought yeah. you did. Um, OK, so uh, we're talking like briefly. This is this is more about New Year, New You. Like, how do you set yourself up for success for like overall dating, not just like online dating. Mm -hmm. But like you did have a lot of success in online dating with OkCupid. So just any brief tips like you had said, really good photos, high quality, putting your best foot forward kind of shit. I mean, I would say there's a lot of things you can do to make your profile better, whether it's on apps or like on a more traditional like site. But photos are important. You have to have, you know, photos that really represent who you are. Mm -hmm. Like, I have to see your face if it's like a blurry photo or you're wearing sunglasses or you're with like a group of people. Like, none of those are helpful. Um, 
you know, everyone has iPhones now. There's no excuse to have shitty old pictures. Exactly. Yeah. So have a good variety. I would say at least four pictures, like full body, face shot, you know, maybe where you're doing an activity or something. Yeah. Um, Write something genuine, even if it's a little tip that I like to use is having like a likes and dislikes section Mm. because it. It gets you to be specific and it tells people about you as opposed to just being like, I love to travel mm-hmm. because who doesn't like to travel? You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah. Um, yeah. And just, try not to be snarky about it, right? Like, I feel like some yeah. people would go, like, dislikes life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think whatever you write kind of will attract that person that mm-hmm. you're trying to attract. Because, you know, maybe you are a pessimist or something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you want to attract another. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, You're not going to be attracting an optimist with that. I guess, I guess I would say just be genuine and don't be general. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Be genuine. Don't be general. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, okay. So so it's it's 2018. It's It feels great, which always does in the beginning, mm-hmm. right? Um what what do you think is like the biggest hurdle to get past when you're starting a new year and like trying to kick off like your goals? Like what detracts people, I think, from like really following through on things? I think when everyone's setting their New Year's resolutions and everything, they may just be doing it because they feel like they have to. Yeah. And they're not really that motivated behind it. Yeah. Or they may be initially motivated, but, um, you know, I truly believe that anything you want to start shouldn't have to start on the first. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can't do it now, then what? why are you going to yeah. do it on the first? Yeah. So. I also think it's like people think like a new year is like a magic potion right that's going to change everything in your life and yeah. it's like nothing changes unless you work at changing it you know and yeah. so it becomes like a and then people just get like disheartened really quickly like by third week fourth week they're like oh shit's the same right. so fuck it and yeah. then by like mid February, they've given up altogether. I'm sorry. I don't know why I did a guy's voice. It could be a girl. Girls do the same <laughs> thing. Like we fucking suck too. And we're like, ooh, this didn't work out. I'm going to stop. Yeah. I That's just my impression you... of all girls. <laughs> <laughs> I just think you really have to take responsibility for whatever you're doing year round yeah. and not assume that because the, the year is new or, yeah. you know, even if you cut your hair or you move into a new place or get a new job like things are still ultimately up to you Mm -hmm. to follow through to be consistent yeah yeah so what's the um what's the importance of like okay so like I said we're not we're not necessarily talking about like new year's resolutions this year or just like building up the arsenal for when we're getting out there Mm -hmm. again because again for whatever it is worth, people feel like it's renewed energy when it's a new year. So it's mm-hmm. very symbolic. And like, how can you set yourself up for that? And why is it so important to like set yourself up? Like, I think of it like a job. Like if you're going for a job, yeah, you're going to want to have a good resume in place, get a decent wardrobe for it, you mm-hmm. know, like 
brush up on your interviewing skills, research on the people. Like mm-hmm. that, like setup is really important. Yeah. Right. Otherwise. Yeah. Do you mean like going into a new date? Yeah, or just yeah. like like revamping your yourself dating. as sure. you're progressing for yeah. like this new year. I think yeah, I think the key is really just to leave any negative past experiences mm-hmm. behind. Yeah. And, and even if you've had a bad say your last five dates you went on didn't exactly go the way you wanted, yeah. like just not generalizing the future mm-hmm. and taking every new experience as a new experience and every new person that you meet mm-hmm. um, as a new person and not, you know, putting them into a box yeah. like you may have yeah. done before. So where where can people start? Like before they've even started setting goals, like, OK, I need to change this. Like, where do you even start? Hmm. <laughs> like, I think... Like, you have to look at yourself. Like, inventory. Yeah. It's like taking inventory of yourself first. Like, you just got to sit with yourself and be like, all right. Yeah. What has been happening in my dating life? Yeah. And where do I really want it to be? I think, yeah, I think you definitely have to put your ego aside. Mm -hmm. Say, okay, maybe, you know, even if the last few people like sucked and I blamed everything on them like let's take a step back and what was I maybe not doing Mm -hmm. to the best of my ability Mm -hmm. like personally I went on a date with this guy like a week ago actually it's been almost two weeks now and he's a friend of a friend and I do want to go out with him again but I've been horrible at scheduling this second date and (laughs) well I'll be honest the first date was it was good like it was it was nothing like amazing yeah but it's definitely worth a second date yeah so I think when you don't have that immediate spark with someone initially you're like you know you're not super excited about it and it's hard it's easier to just like push off Mm -hmm. a date along with a busy schedule like yeah yeah it's just easy so my like current uh I guess goal or you know, thing I'm striving towards right now is just getting better at like scheduling and not being flaky. Yeah. And so I had to kind of put that blame on me. Yeah. You know, I could have an amazing connection with this guy, but I don't know because I haven't scheduled a second date. Mm -hmm. So I think taking little things like that, um, you know, think about there's all these little things that we do that push people away or that just don't bring our relationship to the next level yeah because like I you know I've said it before too where it took me this was hard for my ego but when you start realizing like the only constant in every relationship in your life (laughs) is you right so like you can keep blaming everybody else for it but at some point you got to be like all right yeah. Why am I, even if it's down to like, why am I attracting this type of person? Yeah. You have to take like responsibility mm-hmm. and be like, this is where I want to go. And like, why am I not right. getting there? Like for me at one point it used to be, I just used to date like shitty people. Like yeah. my friends used to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why, why do you date like crazy people? And, and it took me a long time to be like, oh yeah, like I think I'm like kind of attracted to the bad boy, you know? Uh-huh. And it, it took a lot of effort to stop that and like and and realizing like well I have to take responsibility Mm -hmm. and then like make a a new pattern where I was like no I am not going to 
Like I kept only going on dates with nice guys and then reminding myself why that was so good. Right. And like now I'm just like only into nice guys and like those dumbass like bad boy types. I'm yeah. I just find them so lame. Right. Like and they still try to hit on me and and they try. They're like, oh no, you're into this. I'm like, it's so funny. That you think <laughs> that I am. I used to be. Yeah. But this is very lame now. Yeah. Like there comes, you know, but like it took me a while to Mm -hmm. be honest and be like, it was me and not everybody else. Yeah. Admitting your own faults Mm -hmm. is, yeah. Yeah. And just like even, it it doesn't always even have to be a fault. It's just like, what areas do you want to improve at? And, and I think a big thing is also like not making it like, like a, uh, how do you say a means to an end but take it as like a journey and like a a growing process like you realizing like you need to go out more example doesn't have to do with like hey I want to go out more so I can get this end result it should just be like I me going out more example and and going on a new date is a new experience that helps me grow as a person you know and then even if that date doesn't work out I have now given myself like yeah a new experience to right. go out more yeah. simple and like just keep doing that over and over again you yeah. know until like you've mastered right. going out more <laughs> no i i completely agree i hate when people label marriages or relationships as a failure if mm-hmm. they don't work out and you know i think i think the problem I think where we get disappointed is when we when we create these expectations, mm-hmm. you know, and even my last relationship, it was only like six months, you know, pretty quick. But I learned so much from that. Oh, totally. And, you know, I just take that into I think if I didn't have that relationship, mm-hmm. then, you know, you wouldn't know what you know. Yeah. And, and even if you go on a bad date or. Or it's a good date, but you know there's no chemistry. Yeah. Like, just take it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Don't label everything like, oh, like I didn't meet the exactly. one Exactly, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah a, a lot of my friends always... You and I talked about this briefly before, like, off mic, about people, like, thinking, like, dating or, or going into it with the attitude that dating is so difficult. Like, they go into it like every date is like somebody stealing part of their soul or something i'm like calm down it's just a fucking date yeah and like if it doesn't work out like why are you so attached from like yeah before you've even walked in the room they're like this could be the one i'm like let like people will prove every day that they're the one like they don't have to you know um but like people go in with so much pressure Mm -hmm. and i think like that's even something like if people are taking inventory of what what area they want to improve at this year, you know, it can range from everything from like your attitude to dating to stepping outside of your comfort zone and meeting people in a different way, yeah. whether that might be an actual dating app because mm-hmm. some people like aren't into that yeah. or the opposite. I'm going to cut out the apps and like go outside more or like I need to do more activities, like yeah. stop being in like the same circle or you know, getting right. over the past like these, though those are all like everybody's journey is going to be different. Yeah, in that. Um, yeah, I think that. I think that if we're just continue continuously trying the same things, yes, you know, 
Did Einstein say that? Einstein? Doing doing the same thing over and over again is yeah. the definition of insanity. Yeah, um, it's that's exactly it. Yeah. Um, so you you kind of mentioned it briefly. You said there there were some one of the big areas that we all need to work at is letting go of the past, like especially exes. Yeah, and like baggage that we might be carrying of quote unquote failed relationships and right. failed. I think it's so easy. Well, I mean, we're going to do it regardless. You know, our life is just continuous conditioning Mm -hmm. that makes us who we are. And, you know, our relationships are no, uh, they're a huge part of that. Mm -hmm. But I think it's, it's a different thing to learn from experience, but then to generalize all new relationships and experiences with all the old ones Mm -hmm. when we don't have enough information yet about that new person. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if I go on a date with a guy that maybe was 15 minutes late, I'm going to hear him out. I'm going to, you know, this is just a a specific example, but I'm going to see where that goes opposed to assuming that he's always that way mm-hmm. or like he does yeah. his, you know so so true like yeah. when I was younger I remember like when I went through my hardcore commitment phobia phase for many years <laughs> um, I was that person I was like I wanted an excuse out like I wanted an out before I was even trying so the minute somebody would you know um, make one tiny mistake I was like bye yeah like stone face killer bye like yeah. see ya like no and then I like started realizing I'm being a dick mm-hmm. and to you know <laughs> it was all just out of fear and like me not wanting something and like admitting right. to myself I didn't really want something yeah. and then I finally started like giving people a shot and listening to them and now I mm-hmm. ask people a lot more questions I'm, I'm forgiving not like I let people cross my boundaries right. but I'll ask the reason and I'm yeah. like oh Okay. Yeah. Like I went on a date with this guy um, months ago and he had uh, showed up like 25 almost minutes late uh-huh. and I was pissed right. because I have a, I don't wait for more than like 10 minute rule. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, 15, but he kept saying he was like around the corner sure. and I'm like, yeah. So I literally was about to be like, Hey, if you're not here in five, like I'm leaving. Yeah. And then he finally came like huffing and puffing and I was so pissed off yeah. and he sits down and, and I, then I was like, Hey, calm down. Don't be a jerk ask what happened Mm -hmm. and then he's he explained that he was coming all the way from oc for the date (laughs) i'm like oh well you should have told me that you were coming from oc like one i wouldn't even i would have been like don't i don't want to date somebody (laughs) long term that's coming from oc right but then he explained like the traffic situation i was like oh Mm -hmm. okay cool and like you know yeah so i forgave it but yeah. I was like, don't do it again. <laughs> yeah. And I think there's a lot of, a lot of, especially in LA, there's like that stereotype of like party girls or party guys. Yeah. Yeah. And then a lot of my friends, or I've heard it from guys too, will just generalize like, oh, I hate like all girls or all guys in LA. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you hate Everybody. every guy that lives in LA? It's you, true. People it's, say it all It's time. completely like, I no. just always think that that's people's um, excuses. 
Yeah. Like people, I, you know, I've talked about this before. It's like their narrative, like this, mm-hmm. the narrative that they want to tell themselves. And then right. they create an environment that continues to feed that narrative. Sure. So they can tell everybody, see, I was right. Yeah. Versus like, let's just fucking put our ego away and and learn that. Like the the amount well, this is what's so funny. It's it's called generalization, right? In psychology, people will take one experience and generalize that experience over everybody. Yeah, it happens a lot with like racial tensions. Like somebody had a bad experience with this one um, race or whatever. Mm-hmm. They've now cast that shadow over everybody. Yeah. It's like a silly thing that people do with it. They might have gone on like five bad dates, but I'm sorry, there are like ten million people yeah. in L.A. like. Five dates, 10 million people. Let's do the math. Like, Yeah. And you know what? Make people sense also tend, as a matchmaker, I've seen this a lot. Um, those people that generalize and think, say, every guy in L.A. is bad, they don't remember the good dates they had exactly. that they weren't into the guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You're totally right. Um, I think, like, even the getting over the exes in the past thing, like, for, for me recently, well, not recently, but this has been, like, a few months, um, I, I've i been seeing somebody, and I call him 27-year-old. <laughs> he's 27. Um, and, well, now he's 28, guys. 28-year-old. Um and, uh, you know, we, we started dating and there were some people from the past, like constantly hitting me up, like old flexes. And, and there was one person, to be honest with you, a lot of people know, um, a lot of my friends know that I, you know, had been really not hung up on, but always was like, this one could have worked out. Like we right. both felt it just like never happened because of timing and we didn't like now we don't live near each other. Yeah. So we'd, we'd always just be like, oh. This one thing. Mm -hmm. But I started realizing, like, he and I just kept reminiscing about this potential of us for months and months. Uh And then things started progressing with 28-year-old. I literally was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, you're one, you're seeing somebody, too. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't think that's fair. And I don't want to keep getting, like, I kept feeling like every time I was moving forward, he would drop me some message and I would, like, immediately be pulled back and then I'd start comparing people. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dude, I feel like we're each other's crutch almost. Like, we're not, clearly we're not giving us a chance. So maybe we just need to stop talking about us. And, like, he got kind of mad about it. And I was just like, I'm not saying, like, we can't be friends. Like, we've always been friends. Mm -hmm. But I don't need to be reminiscing about things anymore. Like, unless we're going to do something about it. Like, we're both grown-ups. You know what I mean? And and that was maybe, like, the big last person that I've had to be like, "Mm." Mm -hmm. like, stop. Because I'm not progressing forward. If there's anybody, I'm still sort of latching onto, and so it's been funny because in 2017, I ended up telling a few different guys this that, like old exes and whoever kept trying to like loop me back in, right? Like just calling it out, uh-huh. being like, "Hey, I feel like you're doing this because of this." It got him so angry that they stopped messaging. I'm like, "There you go." <laughs> like, like, yeah. and and now I I just feel more free. Not right. you know, it, it's nice for the ego here and there yeah. to like engage with the past for sure but it's, it's not worth more, it yeah it's way more romantic mm-hmm. than it actually is yeah like in real life it sounds more it sounds romantic but yeah. it's not right because here's the thing like if two people wanted to be together mm-hmm. as grown-ups you would be together yeah like you constantly talking about well we could have been together this was the the no 
out. Like, there's really no good fucking logical excuse yeah. as a grown-up for why two people... You know, I had one ex who'd always tell me, he's like, oh, I fucked up with you because A, B, C, D, E. I'm like, okay. And he's like, I love you. Okay. <laughs> Are we doing something about it? Yeah. <laughs> or we're just going to sit and I, discuss this. Oh like, God, yeah. I'm always like, how come I get the fucking dudes who want to discuss shit all the time? I'm like, I don't want to discuss anything with you. Like... Are we going to do something about this yeah, or not? Unless someone's taking action. Then yeah, I don't need you to express your feelings bullshit. to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So because I started realizing for, for me, it was like just people who do that are trying to appease themselves. It's not 100%. even about you. It's yeah. like them wanting to get some like weird feeling out. But then yeah. they go back to their wives, their girlfriends, their whoever mm-hmm. they're dating. And I'm like, no. Yeah. Not okay. Um, so I think it's like really important for sure to genuinely give your future a shot by letting the past go. And actually they say guys have a harder time with this than girls do. I posted an article about this on the kind of dating Facebook page where they say like girls are more in tune with emotions. So like we cry about shit right in the beginning and then we get over it. Right. And like guys act like nothing happened in the beginning and then they distract themselves and then they feel emotion later. Yeah. So it's why like guys get more hung up on chicks that's, for a longer yeah, time. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I think it always depends obviously on the on the situation. Yeah. But that's actually funny. Literally this morning, this guy that I've been talking to off and on for almost seven years. Wow. Um, we had this thing in New York, and then he lives out here, and then I moved out here, and then we were kind of like, it just was, timing's always been off. Yeah. And, um, he was going to come up to visit. He lives in San Diego. And... <laughs> Love San Diego, guys. I'm going to retire there. And, um, he was going to come up to visit, um, and then I was like, oh, well, I have to do this thing until this time. And so if you want to come, you know, at night and like grab dinner with me, sure. And then he responded like we're all he's in his he's like mid 30s mm-hmm. or something. And he responded with a GIF, GIF, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's and I GIF, was like, yeah. uh, and I was like, it, like, what's what's your response? Like, are we adults? Can we say yeah. yes or no? And then he he didn't reply or this was going on in my head yeah so then this morning i was like what's the deal like i need to make plans for the week and he was like oh well i sent you a message on snapchat and i'm like i'm sorry i don't communicate on snapchat (laughs) like i'll view your freaking snapchat videos but like yeah yeah yeah, we're not like making plans on snapchat and then i was just like just fucking like i literally texted him i was just i was like just fucking tell me what you're doing instead of sending me like cryptic messages on Snapchat. Like I'm over it. Like be an adult. And I just think some variation of that is so common, Mm -hmm. you know? And like you said, these guys like send a message. Oh, Hey, just thinking of you. Um, you know, but don't want to, here's my thing. Okay. I'll, 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 uh, I don't want to comment too much because I don't know the person and I don't want to, you know, overstep my boundary he sounds like a dick um (laughs) he's 30 something years old and he can't make a plan that's massive like red flag like i would just be like and you're here there's no good reason again why somebody needs to be a pussy at mid 30s yeah i think he he's he's one of the guys that doesn't i don't think he's genuinely an asshole like he doesn't have 
bad No, intention. no, nobody's ever really an asshole. Uh, some of them are. <laughs> Very few who are just genuinely bad people. Yeah, but I think he's just so, like, so relaxed that he just can't... I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I think that's the excuse he might be making. But it's fine. Yeah. Like, I think I think the other thing is, and I tell everybody this, I said, don't make a relationship, any form of it, at any stage mm-hmm. about the other person. Yeah. Make every part of the relationship about you. So it's not that whether he's making a plan or not. Mm-hmm. It's you have set out like, hey, I've asked you, you obviously you were being assertive and you like yeah. did the right thing and you were like, I want to initiate this plan. If the person doesn't respond by a time that suits you, right. it doesn't matter if their answer is yes or no. It's Correct. for you. Yeah. If that didn't make me feel good by this time period, yeah. it's a no. Right. And so it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know? Well, what I was going to say was whether he's a dick or he or he just has a personality yeah. type that I can't get along with. Yeah. It's my decision to be like, exactly. even if he's a nice guy, I don't want to date someone that's like this. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't make ex- it, you know, whether I am making an excuse for his personality or not, it doesn't matter because I'm like not gonna put up yeah yeah you know that's what I mean? awesome yeah and that's what happened with me and that guy i was telling you about that right. like on it like same with us we've been on and off like as in we actually we never we've always been talking for many yeah. years right and as in this person that was like oh this is like the the one kind of thing from mm-hmm. afar and um finally when i like laid it out i was like oh we can't do this and his response and being so angry and like a fucking child and then now suddenly posting pictures of the girl he's dating right and i'm like that's so funny like two weeks ago you sent me a message being like i don't really feel anything for her and yeah and like it should be you and you know posting that picture i was like oh all this time i have been blinding myself and making myself think that like maybe this person isn't uh-huh. what the what everything just showed me like yeah. all the evidence was showing me he was you know mm-hmm. again not a bad person yeah but maybe a selfish person mm-hmm. you know or is just like taking care of his needs first and i was like oh yeah noted right um but that's really important to like get over whatever it is you're in your past. Like mm-hmm. I've had failed relationships. I need to, you know, like all the other ones are going to be bad. Like all that mm-hmm. stuff you got to work through because it's a new year, guys. It's 2018. <laughs> you got to we, we all got a new chance in every moment, you know. Um, yeah. Another thing is like back to the dating profile stuff that people could do. You know, to, like, set themselves up for some success. Revamp mm-hmm. that dating profile. Yeah, can I just put a uh, public service announcement yeah, out there? Yeah, do it. To... I want everyone to write something in their Tinder, Bumble, all the apps, in their actual profile. I'm so sick of seeing just photos. Mm-hmm. Because the hottest guy could be super smart or he could be, like, yep. a fucking idiot. And I don't know until I message you and... You know, I just want, even if it's like two sentences, let me see that you can spell. Let me see like something you're into, some humor, like Mm -hmm. something. I ex, I've talked about it before. I ex guys, like I'll immediately go left. I don't care how beautiful you are. If you have nothing in your profile, I'm like, how arrogant. Like you were just like, I'm so hot that I'm going to just win everybody over with my pictures. And I was like, no. But, yeah, I think, like, going back and, like he said, you know, doing the same thing over and over again and and 
expecting a different response. If your profile hasn't been working for you so far, maybe you need to go in and change it. Right. And that just could be a simple thing of changing pictures, adding a few words, um, engaging people more, like do something, you know, and like ask your friends for some help to do that. Because I think it's, yeah, it's really important. Like that's your so-called like resume right now. Yeah. I also think that. Besides your LinkedIn, guys, because I definitely stalk people's LinkedIn before I go interview them. <laughs> I recruit people off of LinkedIn um, for matchmaking clients. Oh, yeah. I think that another, like, good online, like, app tip is to just, like, follow through with the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, if you like someone, if you swipe right on someone and you like like what you see and maybe the little thing they wrote yeah. like follow through with the conversation mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> because there's so much of just like swiping and seeing your options that you're not giving anyone a chance yeah I will admit like my personal fault has been I've never really been good at the app thing um not that I'm not good at it I'm not that interested in small talk with people I don't know like I just have a weird thing about like strangers like on a like messaging Mm -hmm. but and and I've been bad a couple times where like I just swiped because I was bored and then now this person's engaging me yeah and I'm like oh and then I start and then I just stop yeah and I like fade out Uh like that's bad and I like then every time I've done that and again I don't like I never used to engage people Uh consistently but if I did and then somebody engaged me back and I did that I'd be like okay you clearly weren't into this so like right. get off yeah I think it depends some people are texters some people like yeah. aren't texters I personally am so I feel like if I can have a little chemistry like going back and forth yeah right away then it's usually a good yeah. sign um but you know if someone I don't know but that's also if someone's boring me like then that's mm-hmm. a sign also to me that I don't want to go out with them if they're just asking me super generic yes. questions yeah like I like to if someone says some weird shit to me I'm like kind of into yes. it you know oh, no, same <laughs> yeah. yeah I actually because like, again you're right I don't I don't uh, respond to some people who are just like hi right I'm like hi yeah insert extremely <laughs> long pause like I don't know what you want me to say yeah. but then I remember there was one person who had messaged me he actually DM'd me on Instagram and I think he heard our episode about mm-hmm. like how to slide into her DM yeah. and we had talked about like being witty and he just like gave the fucking funniest response I didn't even think he was like that attractive right. he was cute but like not that hot but like I didn't care I actually went on like two or three dates with him Cause just because he was so witty. I was yeah. like, yeah, this is... And I'll he kept engaging. Even, even when I didn't respond right away, he would come back in with, like, a witty response to me not responding. Right. And I was like, okay, like, you, you got my attention. Yeah. It so it was smart. It's all about confidence and having mm-hmm. a conversation and, you know, being funny and mm-hmm. witty and... Yeah. Yes, I think that's also a good one that you just mentioned is like working on confidence for the new year. For sure. You know, like doing, um, and again, that can vary for different people mm-hmm. of like how to build that up. We have an episode, guys. Um, episode, mm-hmm. I don't remember the numbers now, guys. There have been 50 something episodes, um, but with Sunny Leone. Um, 
on confidence. So cool. Y- you can uh, get some tips on how to you know, boost that up. But we have more tips coming up on how to set yourself up for success in the new year with Lauren. But first, this message. Hey guys, welcome back. You're listening to Kind of Dating. I'm Natasha Chandel here with my guest, Lauren Urasic, matchmaker, author, (laughs) makeup artist, and known as the most messaged girl on OkCupid. Um, she is offering us some tips on how to, uh, you know, get ourselves ready for this new year with the new you. Um, so we talked a little bit about, like, the obvious stuff, getting over your ex, revamping your dating profile, and, uh, you know, working on that confidence and whatever. I think another one could also be just, like, expanding your hobbies, and horizons yeah, for sure. and activities. Yeah, I think that we get into like these grooves that mm-hmm. we do every week. And I mean, I think like working out is the the obvious one and yeah. it makes you feel great. And but I think there's like instead of going to a regular gym, you know, maybe joining like a cool new studio yeah. where you like go boxing mm-hmm. or you, you know, go rock climbing even yes. or just Thinking of things that other people do that you're like, oh, that's cool, but I could never do that. But, like, why couldn't you do it? Yeah. Because you can. Yeah. You know? Because I think, like, one big thing I always hear is everybody wants, a lot of people I know want the organic relationship. They're like, I don't want to meet them online. I want to meet them in life, but I don't meet people. I'm like, yeah, but go out and try something new. Like, again, if you've done the same thing, you've always gone to a gym and, like, we had James Kyson on the show, infamous quote, he said, where, you know, he said, the um, living your life is the best dating app. And and he's right. Like, it's about, like, doing the activities. Actually, no, I'm, I'm, I fucked that up already. He said something like, doing the activities that you love is the best dating app. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was something like that. Okay, guys. Um, and basically, it's like, Expanding your horizons, trying new things, not to try new things to meet people, trying new things that you really want to try. And then that way you could meet like minded people Mm -hmm. like I know like guys always like they'll jump into yoga classes because they're like, oh, meet a girl in yoga. (laughs) And it's like really like girls don't talk to anybody in yoga classes. And if you're only doing that, then you're, you're already going in with this like weird intention and girls can like sense all of that. Yeah. And. And then you're also not going to really enjoy and get something from it. Right. So like go something like go somewhere, try something that you want to try. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully you meet other like minded people doing that. Even if it's like beer festivals. I don't know. You know, like yeah. I'm really like I've always wanted to go to these things. Cool. Go to a beer festival. You'll meet other people who really like beer. Yeah. I think it's even less about what it is and just more about actually talking to people because yeah it's so scary now to mm-hmm. like talk to anyone mm-hmm. but I actually found that I moved to LA only a year and a half ago yeah when I first moved here oh my god it was so easy to meet people because the first thing I said was I just moved here like right you know hi whatever and um I think also just talking to people so much, like doing makeup yeah. and matchmaking, it just makes everything more comfortable. Yeah. But, you know, if you're not in like a profession where you talk to people constantly, yeah. just 
I mean, I try to keep in the front of my mind at all times. Like, everyone is a human. Everyone has insecurities. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to, like, spark up a new conversation. Totally. So, you know, if everyone else has that that mindset and you just view people as just another person. Yeah. You know. And again, like, I... uh, I think even going with, like we were saying in the beginning, like make make the journey about you. So even if you are going and trying new activities and you don't talk to somebody else, that's still okay. But like expand your horizons and let those things happen naturally. Then when they do, you know, sometimes being in the same environment over and over again will build your own confidence. Like that's the way you just become comfortable by yeah. being in a place, you know. Yeah. Especially if it's an activity, like you said, like try this new studio and you go to that studio. Right. And at first, it might be really intimidating. You don't have to like push yourself and, you know, mm-hmm. first class to like go talk to somebody. But it could be like five classes in like, hey, this person sitting next to me looks really cool. Like I just want to get to know them better right. and like not make it about anything but you learning about yourself. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I think not being scared to go places alone. It's yeah. a big thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't always need a friend to go mm-hmm. with you. Whenever I travel alone or do anything by myself, like, that's when I'm most likely to meet someone. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah, I've, like, moved, you know, my friends back home in Canada are always, like, surprised. Like, I moved from Toronto to New York and then New York to L.A. Mm-hmm. And they're always like, how the fuck do you do it? And I'm just like, because I did it alone. But you do it alone and then you yeah. push yourself out of your comfort zone. And I, I wasn't that great at, like talking to people and stuff and Mm -hmm. I learned and I started like I met people through activities I like to do or Mm -hmm. like places that we were in at the same thing in our lives you know um and that's how I've like met some of my best friends through you know completely yeah um I think also like a good thing for maybe the new year is like healthy living Mm mm-hmm you know it doesn't have to be like for an appearance thing I think just Yeah. I mean, it really makes it's I mean, it's a broken record. Everyone Mm -hmm. says it over and over again. But you eat well and you exercise and your energy goes up immediately. You're happier. Like everything is just. Yeah. Better. Yeah. Yeah. I um, didn't drink for most of my life Mm -hmm. until like two years ago or so. And then recently I stopped again Mm -hmm. and I've just been like just doing like a two-month detox yeah and i I still didn't even drink that much in comparison to people but for me just like i wasn't feeling good the next day and i was like i don't like this and i mean mason knows i've come to this podcast hungover several times (laughs) um and like from doing that i started just like eating like adding so many more vegetables to my diet like Mm -hmm. lots of just like home-cooked food because I always ate out I'm like really noticing a difference yeah no it really does I actually think I saw you what like two weeks ago or something I think I've only had like one glass of wine since then yeah but I don't really I mean I don't drink yeah anyway but yeah I just don't I don't feel like 100% the next day Mm -hmm. I also don't really eat out 
that often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's also why dating can be hard if you're trying not to drink or I eat know. Out, I know. It's like let's just grab a drink, you know. But I, I mean, I try to tell people in advance, like, right? But because before, again, before two years ago, I never drank, and I would be right. out at bars with my girlfriends and guy friends till like five in the morning, and like I know I can hang. Mm-hmm. I just tell people in advance. I'm like, I hope it doesn't make you feel weird. Yeah. Like I'm just gonna have a soda. And I'm very happy with it. Sure. And like, thank God, like now, like 28 year old is so cool. He's like, oh, no, good. Then that way I won't drink. And I'm like, you can totally drink. He's like, no, I know that. But like. Right. So he doesn't feel any pressure. And he's like, oh, I'm going to cut down a little bit, too. I was like, great. Mm -hmm. Like, let's. Yeah. Yeah. It really makes a difference, though. I joined this like running gym. It's like all interval running. And Mm -hmm. I've been going almost every morning. And it's just, like, the best start to my day. Mm -hmm. Once you get into the groove, you feel empty without it. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like, you kind of start becoming obsessed with working out. Yeah. Because it it, it is, like, a a dopamine release. Mm -hmm. And then you become, yeah. So much more energy. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. But I also think, like, doing that, like I said, outside of any, like, physical benefit of, like, appearance. Right. I think it just gets your mind in the right place. Like, it gets you to, like believe more be more determined Mm -hmm. you kind of like have like a more go-getting type of attitude you know you feel Um, good about yourself yeah you feel good about yourself exactly yeah yeah. and uh and like eating well will you know like you said just boost your energy and then you put your best foot forward as a result of that um what else do you think that people could do to like for the new year let's see any other what do you think about just getting out of your fucking head yeah i think i mean it's kind of goes back to like generalizing but Mm -hmm. not necessarily about even other people yeah just about what your habits are and your behaviors that you've had i think i mean it's very it's very easy to say but hard to do it is you know um but i think just not taking dating too seriously not judging yourself or others too harshly Mm -hmm. and just like you said before just going on a date taking it for the experience not putting pressure on it not like you know criticizing every little thing that happens or you know if they don't text you back for two days not Mm -hmm. thinking like you're the worst person in the world or it's basically just not taking it too seriously and I also think that there are people who are kind of converse they play like it's not serious to them because they're trying to like uh, protect themselves a little bit like I have a bunch of friends who who kind of talk shit about again I can only say this because I used to do this and it's like they talk shit about the app world or talk shit about like being non-committal whatever almost like it's the cool thing i'm like who are you being cool for you're a fucking grown-up nobody (laughs) cares there's no popularity contest people go off in their life and they live their shit nobody Mm. gives a fuck that you are trying to be cool right now for this brief moment but like I feel like a lot of people still have sort of a stigma around online dating and they purposely don't try 
I like they won't even put their yeah. quarter of their best foot forward I because hate they when people like talk shit yeah on online dating yeah I'm like you're literally you're just meeting someone that you otherwise wouldn't yeah. meet or they're embarrassed to do it exactly. or something it yep. has nothing you do everything online you yeah. order your fucking food online you it's true. people you know get yeah. their like just everything yeah like, and you think it doesn't have to be for you. Like for me, it's not for me, but I never shit on it. Yeah. I tell everybody like you should be going online. You just have to figure out what works for you and not, doesn't. Like one of my best friends went to some, um, what you go to some uh, like a, uh, a networking marketing kind of event because her her friend told her like this is a great way to meet people. Like come out with me, mm-hmm. and she realized like it wasn't her vibe. Yeah. Like it just wasn't. And and she's like I had to just be honest with myself. Like it wasn't for me. And I was like hey look that's okay. Like that was part of your journey and understanding yeah like you try and just like don't have to take it into like a negative like this um this is why i'll never meet somebody because this one thing didn't work out like right i still i I still had profiles on on apps it just Mm -hmm. doesn't mean like i engage in it all the time because i know my personality but that said when i do and i try to meet people like i give it my all i'm like cool um but I, I think like the people who like quarter acid, I won't even say half acid because there are people who quarter acid, you <laughs> yeah. know, like that's the shit that I get annoyed with. I'm yeah. like, get out of your head and like either accept that you're purposely like not looking for something mm-hmm. or or that like you 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 are judging it and nobody else is judging it. Yeah. Like people write in their profiles like let's not tell like our future grandchildren that we met on yeah an app and i'm like calm calm the fuck down yeah like, your future grandchildren cares. will only be meeting people yeah. online and i think um they'll probably be married to robots <laughs> what was i just gonna say oh yeah Sorry. even you know i constantly get asked like oh you know like you asked me at the beginning like you haven't you didn't meet anyone on okay yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. but people you know assume about me I'm just like constantly online dating all the time but I'll take like weeks off where I don't even look at the apps I forget to respond to people but I do when I um you know when I'm interested in someone I try to make a commitment to like see it through 100% um and if I start dating someone I don't want to like see more than like to maybe three people at a time. Um, yeah, it's very depending on like the seriousness of it. Mm-hmm. But once I go on like three, four dates with someone, I'm focusing on that mm-hmm. person. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a problem when you don't focus on yeah, you know that person. No, you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a uh, there's a lot that we could keep saying about you know setting yourself up for the yeah. new the new year and new you um i will leave uh, everybody with this one um quote uh, is by rumi he's an awesome poet um and he says your task is not to seek for love but to seek out all the barriers you have built against it i hope that is what we'll all do for 2018 cuz really at the end of the day we're all different where every, everyone's personal journey is completely different right like yeah. i don't know for yeah, me, we can only give yeah. so much, and yeah. Is there anything you're working on for 2018? Yeah, I think like I said before, I want to, you know, really try to follow through with my commitments, mm-hmm. and um, I also 
think one of my problems is kind of like putting too much out too mm. quickly. Yeah. So, you know, trying to still engage with whoever I'm, you know, dating, but at the same point, just not taking it so seriously yeah, yeah. so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is um, still working a lot on like trusting my gut and like communicating more, which is so funny because I clearly everybody knows I talk a lot on the show, <laughs> but um, I'm learning to talk about feelings and stuff. <laughs> I couldn't even say that without like, it felt so awkward um, with like the person I'm so I need dating. to give you some of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I kind like of trade a little. Yeah, bit. don't Mace. Do you have anything like not not like a goal, but just like for for like New Year, New You? Like, how are you setting yourself up? Uh, I think I'm reassessing all of my priorities. Nice. And, like, reordering them. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Um. Lauren, we're so happy you got to be on the show. You're not done yet, though. We have six <laughs> questions. Um, guys, this is uh, our dating version of the Bernard Pivot Questionnaire made famous on Inside the Actor Studio. Lauren, are you ready for your six questions? Uh, I think so. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> what is the first thing you notice about a potential partner? First thing I notice about a potential partner, I would say, is probably their... Just how they carry themselves, you know, if they have confidence or not. Nice. And, yeah, just their overall vibe. Mm. I like that. Um, what is your one deal breaker? Only one? <laughs> um, they can't be religious at all. Okay. What turns you on? It turns me on when a guy makes plans for me. Me too. <laughs> um what are one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships? Well, we just kind of talked about this. Mm-hmm. I would say it's the same thing. My strength is that I'm very open and I share a lot and I'm very trusting. But that's also my weakness because I can get very uh, emotionally involved very quickly and not necessarily see the drawbacks of the relationship because I'm like very heavily involved. Mm, yeah. I see that. What is love? <laughs> uh, love to me is just when you're with someone that makes you a better person and you make them a better person and you know, you feel like you can't at the time at least, you know, see your life without them. You see yourself growing with them and, you know, you want to continuously be a better person for them. I like that. Besides I love you, what three words would you want your partner to tell you? Um, I would say, you know, you are smart. Or any form of, like, a compliment that is, like, an intellectual compliment, you know? Yeah. So, like, you're smart, you're intriguing, or, you know, any of those kind of yeah. things. I think we hear, like, physical compliments oh, all the I time. Hate it. But, yeah. uh, you know, when someone compliments your mind, it's, like, a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. I it means agree. they're, like, paying attention mm-hmm. and they actually 
enjoy you as a person. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, Lauren, you racic. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the Kind of Dating Podcast. Thanks for having me. Of course. How can people find you on socials? Uh, my All my social media is at low and the cosmos. And um, how would you spell that? L O. Just L O A N D T H E C O S M O S. Got it. Yep. Um, and guys, you can follow us on social media. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Kind of Dating. If you didn't know, now you'll know. Kind of Dating is presented by Meltdown Comics. Come visit us at 7522 Sunset Boulevard here in LA. There's so many S's in that, guys. I'm lisping so much right now. <laughs> um, but that said, uh, I'm always grateful that you guys are listening. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. If you can take a few seconds and review us on iTunes, I'd appreciate it. And remember our contest for the people who review us on iTunes or the apps. Um, you will win a chance uh, to be a guest on the Kind a dating podcast um and uh yeah so do that asap also send in your dating stories and thoughts to kind of dating at gmail.com finally i know it seems tough out there but just try <laughs> till next time the show is produced by myself and mason booker who's also the audio engineer our associate producer is aisha holden Opening music composed by Joe Lorenzetti, and our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis.